Christmas Thanksgiving 2021, and I decided to make a podcast episode of what I have to be thankful about in 2021. This is Eric. And welcome to the craziness that lives inside my head. Okay. Thanksgiving 2021. I guess I should have a lot to be uh, thankful about. I'm still alive. I'm still walking, or I should say hopping around. I have knee problems, which I'm supposed to get in January of 2022, a knee replacement. At my age, I guess that's normal. Um, I do have prostate cancer that's confined. I'm supposed to get another biopsy um, this month. And go on to treatment, what they call the proton treatment, wherever that is. So I do have a lot to be thankful for. And I become teary-eyed and nostalgic when I think about my journey on this planet and how most of the people I know from the 70s are not here today. I'm an old-timer. When the late 70s and 80s came out, we had a thing called AIDS. Today we got COVID-19. Back then we had AIDS. And a lot of young men were dropping dead. I think I have one friend I haven't talked to in the last couple of years who was my buddy back in the 70s. I'm trying to think right now if there's any others, but there aren't any. Then I had to make my friends from the 70s all pass by the mid-80s, and then I made new friends. Um, They started passing in the 90s. And then I made new friends from the 90s, and most of them are still alive, but they're getting older, and they're dying of old age complications. COVID-19 is a very interesting disease, which, knock on wood, I have not come down with it. I will be tested twice for it, because when you get a surgery, they test you for COVID before they give you a surgery. But yes, so I have a lot to be thankful for. Don't ask me why I am still walking around on this planet at this age. If you knew me back in the 70s and the 80s, I could have been or should have been one of those casualties of AIDS and all the casualties of uh, what you call it, alcoholism, drug addict. You know, a lot of friends of mine died of um, liver problems from drinking I when I before I stopped drinking, I was up to a half a gallon of liquor a day. And I remember when I got my stomach stapled in the 90s, the doctor said to me that 
Um, he didn't say I have a bad liver, but he mentioned something about my liver. And I, and at that point, I was a good 20 years sober, I think. Yeah, no, 10 years, 10, 15 years sober. So if I had not stopped drinking, who knows, my, my I could have died of uh, cirrhosis of the liver. I had a friend, two friends that died of cirrhosis of the liver. Guys I used to hang out with, drink with, and drug with. I have, back in the 70s, I had a, two car accidents. One, I had a car full of people. One of my, two of my sisters was in that car, and their children, and their friends. We were packed in, and um, of course, I we all were drunk and drugged up, and I was chasing, not chasing, I should say, racing on the uh, East Side High, the East Side Drive with um, another driver, and. I couldn't make the turn, hit the wall, skidded all the way down on top, flipped the car over on this roof, slid it all the way down the hill on East Side Drive, down the hill, the car burst in flames, we all screaming trying to get out, my sister Doreen, she had her platform shoes on, and she kicked the window out, and that's how we got out through the window, and the cops came. And they looked at the car, and then the, the uh, what you call it, the uh, fire department come to try to put the fire out. And I think, if I'm not mistaken, it was a good 10 of us in that car. It only seats, what, three in the front, three in the back, but it was a good 10, because people were sitting on other people's lap. In fact, I was driving, and my sister had somebody else on her lap. It was 10 of us. Um, so anyway, and the police said, the reason why we survived it, because we were all drunk, and drugged up and so some reason I guess our body went along with the crash we you know I, I forgot how they call that being that we so while well, we were loose our bodies were loose so we just went went with the crash went with the the, the, the motion of the crash and that's why we all survived I could have died in that a lot of people could have died in that in that crash and I'm still alive today so I think I'm thankful for that. I'm going to get even more um, detailed about because I mentioned AIDS. Um, I was not those people, and I'm not bragging about this. I'm just telling you what have happened back in the '80s. I was not those people who used condoms. I had a lot of sex especially when I stopped drinking in the 80s, and I didn't question anyone whether HIV or not. In fact, in the 80s, when HIV and AIDS first came out, that was the problem. A lot of guys wanted sex. If you want sex, you're not going to tell somebody you're HIV positive. And a lot of guys didn't. And I don't know which ones did and which ones didn't. But I will tell you this. There was a good three or four guys I've had sex with that died of AIDS. You said you should. You would say, "Well, that was scared the hell out of you." It did. It did. I. I mean, I was just getting sober when they passed, and and I'm like, "Wow, look what I did when I was drinking and drugging, having sex with these guys who were HIV." I didn't question it back when I was drinking and drugging. It didn't matter when you're under the influence of alcohol and drugs. You want what you want. I'm thankful for that. 
don't ask me why I didn't, you know, so far as I know, as of this day, I'm, I'm HIV free. Um, I don't know. There's a lot of things that you could say I've done back in those days that I don't know. I don't know why. I mean, I've heard stories who had, I heard about stories with guys who had the similar situations I had and didn't survive. But I survive. I survive. I'm still here. And now I'm dealing with old age. Don't know how long I'm going to live. You know, I mean, it's not, I'm not going to be dramatic. It's not that bad. But I'm just saying, because the older you get, when, when you're young, in your 20s, you don't think about dying so much. You know, you, all you think about is partying and, especially in the 70s and 80s, partying, having a good time and, and you know, that's all you think about. And then if you do have a thought about dying of old age, I mean, when you're in your 20s, you'd be like, well, that's, who knows, that's 60 years from now. I got a whole 60 years, of, you know. But now I don't have 60 years. But how I feel about growing old, I don't know. I'm going to be honest with you, I don't know. I don't feel my age. The only thing is my knee. But that's not the first time I had problems with my knee. Don't forget, and those who know me, I was 430 pounds. There was a point where I couldn't walk. Felt like my whole legs, the bones in my legs was going to crack from being so heavy. And I did have problems with my knee back then. I had to take, well, I didn't take a day off, but I had to get a doctor's note because I fell on my knee and I had to get a doctor's note to stand, uh, to sit on the trading floor. I was working on the trading floor. You weren't allowed to sit. So I stand all day. So I had to get a doctor's note to allow me to have a seat so I could sit and do my job, not stand. So my knee is not like, Sometimes now I, I be thinking about it and sometimes I walk and I'm like, well, this is not new. I've had this, this sort of thing when, when I was younger. It didn't last long, though. This has, this has gone on for two years. It didn't last long. I think my knee, the most of my knee bothered me, I think it was a month, two months, and then all of a sudden uh, it got better. And then when I was going to the gym before I moved south, it, I hurt my knee again. And again, it, after two or three months, it got better. But this has been going on for two years. It hasn't gotten better. I guess because of all, as the doctor said, because of being so heavy and all that use. So now it's the arthritis in my knee. And no, it's not getting better. And at my age, you don't think it will. So again, I just want to bring out things that I... Trying, not trying, but I think back on what I have to be thankful for on Thanksgiving. No, I'm not rich. No, I don't have what they call that man of my dreams. No, I'm not famous. I'm trying to be, but no, I'm not famous. And I'm going to be honest with you. I don't know if I really crave the fame, the being rich, or having that man of my dreams. You could say, if I had all that, then what else would I have to live for? What would I be thankful for if I already had it? I think about that too. Maybe that's why I don't have it. Beginning older gives you something to look forward to. So I wake up in the morning and I think, well, what can I do? What, what kind of podcast can I make to make me famous? 
or what kind of story or book I can write to make me famous or what can I do to make me famous and who it is if, and, and the man of my dreams is, is so-and-so the man of my dreams so what happens if I were to marry him and all like this but then what do you do after that after you have your fame and after you have your riches and riches and after you have the man of your dreams what else do you have to look forward to I'm just saying I'm just saying I'm thankful for this Thanksgiving 2021 for be alive here looking at in there's a lot of stuff going on with space and I'm a sci-fi freak so all this stuff with going up in space and taking the uh, charging all this money just just to go up to space and, and then they're talking about 2026 and 2030 they should be landing on Mars but I see what happened to the moon but now they, they bypassed the moon now they're going straight to Mars so I'm lucky in a sense growing up the way I did grow up because all this stuff they talk about now was like science fiction and now it may come to reality so this is Eric saying how thankful he is in 2021 and you've just heard the craziness that lives inside my head <laughs>